Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Okay, well, thanks for having me on and, and the interview. Well, originally I was from uh, Auckland, and then at the age of five, headed down to Blenheim, where I did my building apprenticeship with an old school builder, very hard builder at the time. Couldn't use, I had to use my nail, because I couldn't use a nail gun, I could use my hammer for two years, same with a handsaw. Did my time there, and I stayed there for another five years, continuing building with him and uh, doing, doing homes and that sort of stuff. And then um, at the age of 25, I thought, well, time for my OE trip. So uh, off to Aussie I went, thinking I'd only be here for a year, but um, I've been here since. And in, the, in that time, I've got a beautiful wife and two beautiful boys, aged uh, nine and 11. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in 2007, I uh, formed Direct Building Solutions. Epic, awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, specialize in, tell me, uh, you know, what's the kind of work that you mainly do? And yeah, yep, thank you, good point. Yeah, we specialize in purely all our work comes through architects and word of mouth at the moment. So um, we specialize in uh, extensions, renovations, two-story additions, and uh, starting to bring in uh, modular homes as well. So yeah, no, and we're trying to make a, a good, good mark in, in Sydney. So yeah, so... It's going pretty well at the moment. Uh, that's uh, that was our team. The team's growing even more now. We're up to nine, ten, counting myself. We've got three foremen, um, two carpenters, two labourers, two apprentices, and myself. So it's, it's growing really well. We have a really good um, team ethics. Everyone gets on very well. We have a lot of um, team meetings. Get everyone together individually and uh, together. And I find that's that's just. A massive getting run together for the right right morale everyone on the same page and what, and what I find is important with that too is at the team meetings if someone's sort of lagging behind on an individual when they're all together they can see what others are doing so they lift themselves and it's just a, it's been a game changer changer for us because before that we didn't really have any meetings at all so um, everyone was just sort of doing their own thing but now we get everyone together on a regular basis it's sort of everyone can share ideas wins challenges and it just starts it just lifts everyone to a new level it's just taken our business to a new height it's been amazing awesome dude how regularly are you running those meetings and uh how many sites are the team spread across so how many yep. jobs do you have on yep we've got five sites at the moment so i try and get the foreman to one you know run one or two sites depending on their strengths um and we try and have uh regular meetings twice a week no sorry twice a fortnight so um i'll have the individuals and then I'll have the uh, teams together as well. And we talk about a lot of stuff. So we also talk about their, uh, I'm a big aggregate on um, personal growth. I just want to see them grow as well. So we talk about their uh, their goals, what they want to do. So I want them to be invested in the business to make them feel like, um, even with the labourer, I told him, you know, he, he needs to feel just important like he's a boss. I said, he drives a tip truck around. I said, you can turn this into your own business. So, you know, you can get more motivated, keep the truck clean, keep the sites clean. And here's a diary, I gave him a diary. So he can ring around and say, look, at the end of the day, each day, you ring around and get motivated and look for the work. Don't, don't, don't rely on others. So, yeah, so he's just trying to grow that within the same business as well and give them incentive. So, yeah, so no, everyone's on a, for me, I look at everyone as, 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 as mutual and we're all on the same level because without that labour, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing and vice versa. So, um, yeah, I, I treat everyone as equals and um, try and push them as long as we, you know, and set their goals so they can all be achievable. Love it. That's awesome, dude. Very inspiring. So, uh, 
you told us a little bit about the, the work that you did. Uh, you said that you're running five sites at the moment. What's the pipeline look like? And uh, what do you got? What do you got in the pipeline? Yeah, yeah. We're um. So we we bought a, built a good re, um, a pool for architects. They want to work with us as much as we want to work with them. I mean, it's taken a while to get through this process because there's always the bad egg, and uh, it's all about themselves. But when I meet someone, I'm all about symmetry. So I look at the. Uh, I like to open the loop and close the loop as we start a job. Is how we finish it. And I'm a big believer on uh, the architect, the builder, and the client all need to be on the same page and get on really well. So that's what I look at when I first go to site and meet the client and the architect straight away. And I've got to a point now that if it, if you, if it doesn't feel right, it usually isn't, and it's just gonna cost you time and money and stress. So, so walk away while you can. And we're lucky to be in that position now that we can look at the jobs, look at the people and, uh, and, and you know, decide whether or not we wanna to tend to that. But in saying that, Owen, all, a lot of our work, yes, is coming through architects at the moment and referrals. And um, it's, it's looking, we're, we're, we're already busy till, you know, October next year. So I always look at the little jobs as well because they create cash flow. So I like to spread our jobs. We, our sort of our um, pricing point, the jobs are around about 600K at the moment. But we'll still take the $200,000 jobs to create cash flow at the same time. So we build monthly, but you know, with five different jobs spread across the, the you know months, it's it's cash flow is great. We we just we're just seeing our cash flow soar, so it's been unreal. Awesome, yeah. Just on that, so you know, hasn't uh, one of the things that I love about uh, working with you and with our team working with you as well is your momentum and the changes that you've implemented. So going to walk us through some of those changes that you've gone through and uh, yeah, hundred percent. Look, yeah, it always hasn't been roses. I mean. Over, say, a little bit, 12 months ago, I was driving around my, my sort of um, head and my shoulders wondering what I was going to do. It's sort of quite stressful. You start thinking about, you know, where your next job is. I was dropping my uh, percentages to win the job, and then at the back end, we had no money. So that all stress. We had no communication on site. It was, it was a horror story. It really was. And I was just sort of just thinking about, well, it's not about me anymore. It's about my family and what I was going to do. So... I'm, like I said, I'm a big believer in uh, personal growth. So I just got in there, started writing my goals, looking at what I could do, started ringing around architects, started creating, um, you know, working with you guys and going through the steps. So it was nothing, I didn't do anything special. I just started following the, uh, the processes that you guys gave us. And I, first of all, was looking at my, um, the guys on site and the communication, because we didn't really have anything. It wasn't, uh, no one was gelling really well. There was just a lot of, uh, just bad temperament really. And um, I'd come to site very stressed because I thought they knew how to do it, but it was in my head and not theirs. So first thing was to get the uh, project management going correctly and the team morale. So as you know, with the systems, it's the, uh, the rules of the games. We did our uh, scorecards, um, issued the job description cards, and just having these week-to-week -week meetings was a huge game changer for us. And then from there, I started looking at my, uh, my profits, which was, uh, I didn't really have any. So... Um, we implemented Build-A-Trend, started looking at my back ends, um, got the right team on with bookkeepers, administration ladies that set up the project schedules. And we just started, um, instead of me worrying about what the other builder was going to do, I took control and started thinking about, well, my worth, looking at the jobs we're doing, the quality we offered, and started uh, charging accordingly. And it wasn't until I made that change, things started to change and we started to attract the right, uh, the right architects and the right clients. But before that, I kept on attracting the same old, same old because I wasn't making any changes. So you don't make any changes, you keep attracting the same thing. 
But as soon as we made that change, everything started to change. It was a huge, huge relief for us. So that change of, you know, raising your margins and pricing yourself at what you believe you're worth sort of thing, you know, what impact did that have on your cash flow? And how do you structure your cash flow? You know, said that there you sort of do things monthly. So is, you know, how do you do it? And walk us through the, some of the changes you made specifically around your pricing and your cash flow. Yes, well, um, every week I meet with the, uh, the bookkeeper and the, uh, the lady that implements our whole builder trend and uh, does all the um, spreadsheets for us. So she gives me, uh, we sit down and do a work of progress each week where we're going, when the job's going to finish, you know, how much is profit in each, you know, how, how's the profit look in each job. From there, we look at the uh, overheads. I'm a big believer I can keep my overheads down and keep the uh, value, you know, your turnover going up. The profits, it's going to be better at the back end. So we look at look at where we can thin things down. And then um, with the cash flow, we just make sure that every week we look at when we can bill and who we can bill. And we just stagger out, we stagger our... Um, our invoicing so basically nearly every week I'm invoicing on a different job and it's um we have not had any stress with cash flow we're paying our bills on time there's money in the bank everyone gets paid on time we give uh, incentives to the guys on site for uh, meeting their targets so yeah it's, it's been a game changer and on, on that note too we um I went through and pulled all my um quoting systems apart so we use a quoting system called uh quote fast which is um I oh, sorry, Cubits Buildsoft. So I went through and pulled all my recipes apart because again, I wasn't making the right margins. So I had to start from my quoting. So I looked at the whole process, went through and changed my whole, went through and built all my recipes again from, uh, you know, from the ground up, and then implemented the right right percentages so that we uh, we were making the right margins. And then from there, I've developed a, um, well, we can pull spreadsheets out of the quoting system, and then we put it into a um, application on site for the guys who got. Um, their iPads, and I've just broken it into because we outsource, you know, the plumbing, electrician, so there's fixed prices. But where we can lose a lot of our time and money is is our productivity on site. So that's the carpentry. So the guys have got all their tablets on site, and we go to a spreadsheet, and it's got the carpentry, and it says what task, and it's broken it all down into hours, so they can put their hours against the task, and I can see how it's running. And then it still goes into build a trend for the overall picture, so we can catch the back end of the whole project. And that's been valuable because they can they visualize that each day and with the uh, project schedule so we can see how we're running and we can find out whether or not if we're behind what do we do about it i uh, seem to put a strategy in if we do start falling behind on the labor you know what strategy can we implant um, you know implement to pull it all back so yeah it's working well very well that's awesome dude uh, that that looking at that daily is is key right so that probably comes back to all this uh, you know having the guys really buy into everything so You've already sort of mentioned a little bit of this, that you meet super regularly, fortnightly and things like that. But uh, do you want to walk us through how that spreadsheet's used, who's in charge of it and how that sort of works with Yeah, your... sure. Yeah, I guess um, the foreman have got it on site. So the, the three foremen across the different jobs, they have it. And um, what they do, they, I mean, they, I've got them in the morning to look, look at it, look at the first thing in the morning before I hop out of the car, they go to the iPads, they go to the project schedule, they run through to see where that is. And then they'll go to the, uh, I call it a labor tracker because it tracks their labor on site. And then they go through and they put the schedule towards their labor. And then they can, you know, judge judge where they are from that. So they can uh, measure the labor against the time and uh, move forward from there. Yeah, so it's, it's been a great project. And it's an easy tool to make too because the uh, quote system that we can just, you can build Excel spreadsheets. So you just pull it out of there, put it into Google Drive and, um, 
so everyone can share it and you can see it and all, you know, so you can see where you're going. Races, love it. So when you got your team to buy into this whole thing, what were some of like the conversations that you needed to have? What was the, you know, what was the mindset change that you needed to have? You know, how, like, how do you feel you've changed as a leader to get the guys to buy in and uh, to follow these processes and to follow your lead? Yeah, good point. I mean, they can, um, I, I share them the vision. They can see how posit positive I am and what we're trying to do. But I think it, before that, they thought that I was trying to, um, I wouldn't, well, I was before that, you sort of micro managing and all that sort of stuff. But now they can see that I'm a business owner and it's not, it's not me, it's a system. So I've got them to buy into the system and it, and it works. I mean, even they're relaxed more. They can actually see the end game. They're enjoying it more because they've, they've got a goal to, walk to work towards. Before we just had a, it was just a long piece of string and no one knew where it was going. But now the more, the more visualization, I mean, we're all builders. We all like to, otherwise we all like to visualize, create. So um, the more you can create that into an iPad and they can see the process, mm -hmm. they buy straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so it's been, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really rewarding. So who have you added to the team in the last, you know, as you've gone through this process and as you've grown, like who did you have to add and uh, who did you have to get rid of? Yep, good point. Um, before this process started, we had two qualified carpenters uh, leading hand. We're outsourcing the um, other carpenters to help us and I had a apprentice and that was it. But um, like I said, now we've got three three foremen, two carpenters, two la uh, two labourers, two apprentices and myself. But um, it's, it's been pretty good. The, um, we haven't really had to get out of, get rid of anyone and the people that we did, they've, they've moved on with their own accord. They wanted to go and do their own thing. We wish them all the best, but we've got a pretty good team and um, I'm trying, and they're, they're, they're very good guys. So I'm just trying to create, give them the tools that they can grow and, um, and, and you guys provide that. So I've been lucky enough to, you know, have you guys, your guys support and we implement, you know, the structure on site and it's allowing us to grow and it's allowing it pulls everyone together yeah like we've and, and i mean yeah you do have your days everyone's human you have your days but you just sort of uh, go through and um i've become a lot calmer so i can go to site now and i'll sit there and listen i won't react i'll, I'll act instead of react so and that's been a game changer for me so because everyone still makes mistakes but it's just a matter you give them a, put a pat on the back look at what's happened you know make sure they take ownership and they do and we, we sort of move on Awesome, dude. Uh, John's asked, uh, how do you reward your team? So, uh, you know, over this process, like they've all come together, they yep. see a deadline and, and uh, line the sand and what's ahead. You know, how do you motivate them? What, what do you yep. reward? No, good point. We, we, we do an incentive scheme. So with that, with that labor tracker, if they can stay in the green, we look at percentages of share of what's left over in the, um, in, in the profit of that labor tracker. Because mm -hmm. out of that labor tracker, there's still the, the margins aren't in there and you know contingencies and all that so that's a raw cost so so it's it's if they can stay in the green that's that's making good good profit for the company so they'll get a share of that as well and and we we do team stuff like we'll go bowling we'll go go-karting and um and and incentives for the laborers too like the other day i went and bought a laborer a nail gun i uh, no, sorry the apprentice a nail gun and that sort of stuff just out of the blue so thank you very much for what you're doing so you know it doesn't cost much and um and it, it, you, the rewards tenfold. They they sort of um, you can see their energy lift, and even just going to site and um, just rewarding them and saying what sort of a great job they're doing is, um, is is you know is is probably enough. But it's nice to give a bit more as well. Awesome, dude. Love it. So 
your, some of your primary systems that you use, uh, Qubit for pricing, build a trend for project management, but there's labor track, which is primarily for the, the labor on site sort of thing. Uh, how's the implementation of all of these been? Uh, what's been like, you know, do you think the, the impact on your t time mo mainly by using some of these systems? Oh, it's freed up a bit, um, but it's, but like I said, the valuable thing, it, it gives you um, insight, insight to your company. You actually got control of it. So right from, you know, the, the guys on site to the back end of the, of your job, because we used to just run a spreadsheet and I'd just look at the back end figure and say, oh, well, I've made that much in a job. But um, now you can actually see, you know, see it, see the whole journey of the project right through from start to finish, which is, um, which is uh, sometimes it's not a good thing because you can see where it's going, you know, but you can make, uh, put systems in place to save it. But, but it, it's, it just gives you control over the whole job. Even like Builder Trend's amazing because you can do, you can, the boys do their, their site diaries each day. We do our toolbox meetings through it. You know, they log everything in there. So it's a, um, it's a document that will stay there for life and you can always go back onto it. And then you've got your, uh, your daily diary, I mean, sorry, your to-do list that you can set up your, um, all your all your site meeting notes that can go into it that they need to action. You set up your your um, subcontractors default uh, defect list. So it's it's just a, such a valuable tool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Regan's got a question. He says, uh, "How much of what Builder Trend can do do you think you were using twelve months ago uh, to how much are you utilizing now?" Yep. Good point, Regan. Uh, we're probably only using I'd say twenty percent of it. Well, uh, was it about 12 months ago? Now we're probably up to about well, 60 to 70. Mm -hmm. There's still, um, it's still, I'm trying to get more. It's not, it's the architects. They don't like using something new. So they'll keep trying to um, email you through the normal like Google email or something and it gets lost in the mix. So we're trying to um, steer run into this funnel that everyone needs to communicate from it. So it's just work in progress, but um, probably 60% from 20. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, and the good thing about it too, they offer, um, for the fee, they offer um, coaching. So you can go on there and, and book time in. So I get my guys to go on there and uh, book a half an hour session to learn, you know, what, you know, the parts on the project management to bring them more up to speed. Yeah. Yeah, so no, it's good. Awesome. So uh, walk us through a little bit around, uh, like how your pricing's changed and where your margins have sort of moved from and moved because you touched on like how the cash flow is a lot better but you know harder to improve cash flow when your margins still suck <laughs> yep yep good point well like i said with the um it all started back at my coding so we used to i used to be time poor but time poor so i you could get quote fast cubit and uh so cubit and link it to um cordell's which is a big big network of pricing so they had square meter rates and all that sort of stuff but um you know, I didn't know what made that square meter rate up. So for me, it was convenient, but it wasn't working on my bottom line. So that's when I pulled it all apart, got rid of cubits and just put my own recipes together. So I've got total control on how I price and what margins go in there and that, and that sort of stuff. So, and that, but I had that fear of, I was, uh, I had the fear of what's the other builder quoting? Am I quoting too high? Should I drop my rates, you know, to please others instead of uh, thinking, no, I looked at my values, I looked at what we're worth and thought, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. There is a market out there. And as soon as I changed, the market started to open. So it was, it was, it was huge, yeah. So did you have a lull in project conversions when you first raised your margins or was it just, you know, like, you know, they were no, no, it all just started to come through. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got, I mean, I've got figures from before we changed to to where, where we are now. In the financial year 2019, we took the turnover was uh, two point, almost uh, 2.7 million. The profit, the gross profit, was only was uh, three hundred and seventy nine thousand. So that was only running at thirteen point six eight percent. The overheads were still okay. The overheads were eleven point two eight. But my net profit was only sixty six thousand. So that was sitting at two point four percent. Started implementing all the systems. This is a change in my turnover two thousand and twenty. Only went up by three hundred and say about 350,000. Yeah. But my gross profit went up from 379 up to 720K. So that was sitting at 24.07%. Mm-hmm. My overheads were sitting still at 11.13. But my net profit went from 66,000 up to $392,568. So that was sitting at a, a net profit of uh, 12 point, almost 13%. Oh. Bang, and that yeah, so, and that was from doing nothing special. That was just following the process that the tools that you gave gave us. Yeah, so, so and just and just starting to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I yeah. I just start. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm huge on personal development. I'm up early. I'm up at half past four in the morning. I'm I'm reading, studying, writing out my goals, meditating, and just keep believing because I have been in those dark times, and and you're going to face challenges, but I just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, super inspiring, incredible. Uh, with the, I just want to sort of um, move some of the conversation over to like help in the office because I know that's an area that you, you're also looking to hire. I know it's an area sure. that a lot of other people are looking at uh, and it's one that, you know, a lot of people will need to get rid of the low value tasks so that they can increase that PBR, free their time up and things like that. So I know you work super closely with like a bookkeeper. Uh, tell me, you know, what's the, what's the team look like in the office side of things and or how does that all that work? Yeah, it's a good point. So, um, at the moment, you said, yes, I've got a bookkeeper and they're a part, they're a partnership actually. One's a bookkeeper that does all the zero, zero stuff. And then I've got, um, Ellie that looks after our, uh, sort of the, uh, back end of the project management. So she sets up the, uh, we sit down, do the project schedules, set up all the projects and, and build a trend. She'll do the, uh, invoicing for me, Structure that properly. You know, spreadsheets for the uh, architects. Give me my uh, my weekly reports. But other than that, I'm looking for a uh, just a day to day admin that will take care of my day to day clutter, so I can stay my genius. Because at the moment, I'm getting dragged into a lot of uh, emails from just just architects requesting this and that and stuff that I shouldn't have to worry about doing. So that's my next uh, next role I want to implement into the office. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, got to get you out of emails, man. Got to get yourself out of emails because it's easy to drag into. And then you just, it just becomes a habit. You feel like you're missing. If you don't go into it, you feel like you're not missing. Your day, your day hasn't, you haven't achieved something for the day. Yeah. Which is we, not a good thing. We've got to get our dopamine hits from somewhere else instead. That's right. <laughs> so uh, Brent, love your work, dude. Um, tell me <laughs> a little bit of extra uh, net profit there. What's the impact that it's had with your family and your personal time? Uh, yeah, pr- thank you. It's freed up. It has. It's freed up a lot of time. So I'm, I'm spending more time with my family. My stress levels have come down. It, it's, it, it's just been such a, a nice feeling for a change. It's actually made me believe that um, there is a, a purpose for doing this. I know money's not everything, but it's actually, it helps for your lifestyle. 
and it's actually created a um a more calmness to know that um that 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 I'm going in the right direction. It's just a nice feeling than sort of like you could say being on that hamster wheel just going round and round in circles, and you feel like uh you know when when is the end and what does it look like? But it's um it's it's a nice feeling to know that what I'm starting to put in the, the rewards are coming back. So I'm spending more time with my family now. The weekends I. I'm not working weekends. I mean, I, we go out dirt bike riding with my boys. Um, we go on ski trips when we can. You know, we try and go on three holidays a year. It's, it's just, it's just, it's nice. And, and it's not where I want to be yet. So it's, I always, you know, I know that I, I don't want to get too comfortable because I want to keep growing. Yeah. But it's just nice to be able to step back and give yourself a little reward because we forget about ourselves and we focus on others and pleasing others. But you just need to take a little step back and give yourself a pat on the back and, um, and you know, and then, and but you've got to reward yourself too. So that might be just taking a day off work, and you know, and going somewhere, or taking your family out for a nice dinner or something. But um, it's important that we reward ourselves, otherwise, we just lose track of why we're doing it. Mm. Yeah, bang yeah. on. What you just said there is uh, hugely important that people sort of neglect quite a lot. They look at things and they think it's like an overnight success. You know, clearly what you've done here is chip away at things bit by bit and the winds compound up and you build up the momentum and then you become, you know, through periods of being quite unstoppable. And then you're always going to come back down. You're going to slow down again, but then you just need to make sure you work out what gets you into momentum, stacking the winds, keeping the good mindset and working on the fundamental stuff like margin, elevating yourself, systemizing things. So um, tell me like uh, what's, where to from here? Like what's, uh, what's next for be yourself and, you know, yep. where do you, yeah, I mean, I'll just keep, keep refining the systems, but we really want to get into the uh, design and construct sector mm -hmm. now. So um, we've got Cam working on our um, AdWords and working on the marketing. We're slowly getting uh, leads. I mean, it's only just starting, so we started generating the leads. So I'm going to, um, yeah, push, sorry, push that sector. So that's important. And then I'm going to start, we've done a couple little, own, own little developments, but I want to start looking at townhouses and um, just keep growing. Mm -hmm. But growing with the right, with the right systems in place so it doesn't just uh, grow and uh, with no returns and too much stress. I don't want to end up having uh, no time with my family and uh, creating too much on my plate. So, yeah. Yeah. So what would be your advice to somebody looking to uh, put their systems in place or go to the next level? Like what would be your advice to somebody looking to get to where you've gone to? Um, well, I think everyone, everyone's on, on this, for you know, that's, that's a member of TPB. It's just um, keep chipping away at the processes. You're going to have your days where you don't feel like doing it, and that's fine. But the next day, just get in there and go twice as hard. It's um, it's not like I'm. I, I don't have any anything special. It's just that I've been just um, being persistent and just continuing, continuing working through the processes. It's just, and it's going to happen. It's just you just got to believe in yourself. That's the biggest thing. We all have a bit of self doubt, but it's just. Let's just keep going through it and um, and you can always reach out to the team as well and on the Facebook group because um, we're all family so we're all here to help each other.